0: This is the Sea to Sky podcast with Marcus, weaving through the issues in Sea to Sky country.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Sea Sky Podcast. My name is Marcus. I'm sitting with Nicole Thompson who's a counselor at Sound Mind uh, here in Squamish and you specialize in, in anxiety and, and depression.
0: Yeah so at Sound Mind here we have like a whole bunch of counselors. We have several counselors and almost everybody is like should be pretty versed in depression and anxiety because they're so common. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other specializations as well here. Yeah my favorite thing is anxiety though so I'm excited to talk about Christmas which can be really anxiety provoking.
1: Yeah it's that time of year now where the weather has changed. It's a lot more gray a lot more rainy and that ultimately affects people's mood and and uh, demeanor but also during the holidays everyone thinks it's fun happy holiday time mm-hmm. but also uh, there's always a surge actually of anxiety and depression during these times so i wanted to bring that awareness This is why mm-hmm. thankfully you're, you're joining me today and help talk about this and sort of dive into it a little bit and get a better understanding um this weather and, and holiday season what brings out the anxiety or is it something that's always there or depression right. is that always in there, and this just sort of makes it bubble to the surface, or is this just something that's inducing?
0: Yeah, it's so complicated and it affects so many people in different ways. That's why it's good to kind of be aware. Um, it's nice to know what to look for because you never know if a friend or a colleague might need some help with resources and stuff. So if you notice, um, like, there's, I guess, should I talk about? how to tell when you're just kinda anxious versus you have anxiety or Okay, so definitely if you are thinking about maybe I have anxiety or depression, just go to your doctor. They're really great about giving you the proper assessments. Yeah, and they're really used to people checking in about this stuff. So totally normal conversation. A lot of people are kind of nervous to bring it up, but doctors hear it all the time. Or you could just call a counselor, a local counselor and discuss what you're going through and they can talk about different options for help but for anxiety it's kind of like um i don't know if you've had a panic attack that's a very clear like marker of anxiety i guess right very obvious but anxiety can show up in other ways like um we can kind of lose our temper more easily or we can um just kind of want to avoid things like um, anxiety is basically a avoidance like when our kid doesn't want to go to school we might think oh they hate school but maybe there's anxiety going on if you are avoiding things it's probably has something to do with anxiety
1: so does that usually manifest itself in, in more than avoidance like is there anger is a, a key component of anxiety or is it how does it manifest usually
0: yeah it's different for everybody but it's funny because um like if you think about anger often it's like we can't we're like frustrated that there's something out of our control and it's we might just be thinking like this is so stupid why is this <laughs> happening to You're me right. and it just it feels like just it's like feeling out of control and so that can be like a form of anxiety for sure
1: and now does the how does the holiday season bring that out is that is it because yeah. like, I gotta hang out with family? Oh my god! Or it's like I have to be more festive, and it's I don't want to be festive.
0: Say so you don't have family in your life, it can be really depressing. It's like oh, I should this should be a time where I have people around me. Like it can really highlight loneliness. And then the flip side of it is, if you have lots of family, then there's all these expectations some people might expect you to be running around town seeing everybody maybe you're you have presents to buy it's just like so much on top of everyday busy life it's
1: just um, then there's the financial constraints behind that as well I mean having to buy presents and having dinners and going out and expecting to do these these social things and you know it's not easy like our, our cost of living here is not low so like, that would be an extra pressure I believe right
0: yeah, definitely. Like, just it kind of really highlights when we're struggling, just kind of a magnifying glass on everyday struggles, especially well, financial.
1: A, a panic attack, obviously, is a clear sign. What, are, what would be more of the subtle signs that, that maybe you should see in yourself or maybe in others if someone is suffering through anxiety or depression during this time?
0: I guess for depression, it's like there's, if you're wondering, that you can I definitely recommend seeing your doctor just to check because it never hurts to, to look into it for yourself. But how I kind of describe it is like say you don't want to go to work, but you would like to go to a movie. You'd like to be do something else. Like that's probably um, not so much depression, but say you don't want to go to work or see anybody. You're just kind of like nothing is interesting to you. Mm-hmm. That's a big red flag to get checked for depression. Like not being stoked on anything.
1: Right. Like I have I have no will to do anything. I just yeah. want to be in my little shell at home. Yeah. That sort of thing. The, it, the willingness to get up and go
0: yeah exactly just feeling hopeless like if you're able to like some people are really aware of what their brain is saying to them so if you find yourself thinking in kind of black or white terms like so oh i don't have anybody If you find yourself really talking in extremes to yourself, that can be a sign of depression, too.
1: Does it seem to be more of a precursor in men? Or is just men don't talk about it as much as, as, let's say, uh, women do? Because I see a lot of advertising around town. Not advertising, Mm -hmm. but I see posters Mm -hmm. about helping men sort of open up. I mean, there are charities here in town uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the charity. Sorry, Dan, uh, of Dialed In Cycling. He runs this charity and it's not coming to me right now. Are you
0: talking about right-away sti- stigma? That's it.
1: Right-away stigma. And like and it's basically purports to men coming out and talking because it doesn't seem I guess we're too macho or
0: Yeah. Actually Danielle, um, who also works out a sound Mind Counseling Center, she's the one who set up um that Right Away Stigma Fund. Mm -hmm. And so it is super important um, to get men talking about it because I guess if you think about, you know, the little boy who scrapes his knee and is upset, usually it's like, get up, you're fine. Versus a little girl, often we're a lot more like supportive and just, it's just almost in our culture to expect men to kind of suck it up and deal with it
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the same time i see a lot of men in my practice and they're super self-aware and in tune yeah it's a stereotype i don't know how helpful the well, stereotype how, is but how, yeah
1: how do we break down that stereotype then how do we go to someone who is obviously having some issues and say hey but you know you really should mm-hmm. talk to somebody and like i don't need to talk to anyone mm-hmm. like how do you how do you get through to somebody like that
0: yeah just them um, normalizing it like People who come to counseling or seek help, it's not like, oh, there's two types of people or something. No, it's like everybody you can imagine will go, we, especially in Squamish, there's so many amazing like entrepreneurs and athletes. People will go when they're at their lowest low, like can't get out of bed or can't function because of anxiety. And we also get tons of people who are like, you know what, I'm doing pretty good, but I'd love a outside perspective. And can I, like I'm at 90%, can I get to 100 with some help? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, there's no shame in it. It's really about if you're into self-improvement or not, if you yeah it's some for some people it's just an interest to like get the best out of life so I guess in terms of approaching people I guess just normalizing it like if you've gotten help yourself and you can share that with them that would be huge
1: yeah it's just breaking it down say like, dude it's okay to get help it's good to, to talk about it and that sort of thing but you know there is that denial thing and and, mm-hmm. and you're right about stereotypes I mean it's one of those things where when we're growing up it's like oh don't cry don't cry yeah it's okay don't cry it's like when you need to cry cry sort yeah. of thing right or when you're angry it's like oh take it easy, right? Yeah. Instead of being angry. And I, mm-hmm. I think there have been constraints uh, around how we emote. I mean, but there's a time and place to emote. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just break down and start screaming and yelling in the middle of a grocery store, yeah. right? So it's about creating those avenues, I think, of of discharge, I think is the yes. word. And so I, I guess you would help with how to discharge those emotions.
0: Totally. Like, so when people come in, I always say, like, You can be, you can share as much as you want or as little as you want. Like, you don't have to go into the darkest times if, you know, it may not be necessary at all. Like, maybe you just want to talk about what's going on this week and how do I get the most out of it. At the same time, we try and make counseling, like, a safe place to experience those emotions that we have to always shut down and, you know, when we're out in society. Because I think it's funny because some people are like, well, I'm not emotional. Maybe, like, there is a really small percentage of people who are actually, like on the sociopathic personality disorder kind of spectrum, but Mm -hmm. most people have emotions and we just kind of learn to ignore them. And so if you think you're not emotional, then that's almost like, for me, that's super interesting. Like you do have emotions, maybe you're just not aware of them when you're not aware of what's going on that can even like influence your behavior more mm-hmm. so it's um,
1: becomes more of a subconscious thread yes mm-hmm.
0: so it's like a, it's always super interesting when someone comes in and says they're not emotional we usually get tons out of just looking at feelings and seeing what is that what is that feeling about and you don't have to look at feelings either if you don't want to so <laughs> that's another <laughs> thing too
1: so it's very all-encompassing then and mm-hmm. right? um, in terms of, of of emotion, though, around around this time of year, those who say that, who don't have any emotion, obviously, around this time of year, there's a lot of sentiment. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, I I find it hard that I Christmas means nothing to me, or the holidays mean nothing to me. I find that hard to believe with some people. It, it's either a negative or a positive, mm-hmm. right? And so it's I think what we need people to do is sort of recognize in others what if, if what's happening, especially those who are feeling low points. Yeah. And, and so if they're feeling a bit low to sort of seek help, I guess. And, and how does one get in touch? Like essentially, do they come to you and just say, can I book an appointment? How, how does that work?
0: Yeah, like um, there's lots of resources in Squamish. And if you're wanting a private counselor, um, we're at squamishcounseling.ca. And several of us are on there. You can check us out um, for sure. If maybe you don't have insurance or like that's not feasible for you right now, there's also some community resources for everybody.
1: You caught me off guard with the whole self-improvement one. Hmm. You really did. I I didn't expect, I didn't expect to hear, I expected to, like, you you constantly deal with people who are always sort of, I don't want to do anything anymore, more than, like, I'm at 90%, how did I get to that 100?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, maybe it's something about Squamish, you know, we have tons of amazing entrepreneurs and athletes and artists, and it's just, like, an amazing place. You don't really, like, pick up your life from somewhere else and move to somewhere amazing to live a mediocre life right mm-hmm. so people are pretty ambitious here it's it's fun
1: so uh, so let's let's steer away a little bit from the anxiety and depression how, how do you guide someone to get to that extra 10 percent now i'm curious
0: okay well <laughs> i guess, i don't know it's it's very individual so it depends on like so we might be like so what's going on with you and then if there's anything like that bugged you about your last week we just kind of start there and be like okay mm-hmm. well What's going on? Like, is there a certain situation that's always annoying or bringing you down or getting in your way? Like, do you struggle with procrastination? That's my favorite topic. Mm-hmm. Is like a lot of um, entrepreneurs and artists, they have such big goals that it's overwhelming sometimes. Like, we can get stuck. Like, it's like climbing the chief, <laughs> like metaphorically. I like to use this metaphor because we're right under the chief. If I tell you, okay, get to the top of the chief, you got like seven hours That's overwhelming, frightening, and like, you know, horrifying if you don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But if I walk you through it, like, okay, well, what's the first step? Um, So it's kind of walking people through step by step, whatever their obstacles, breaking down the big goals to uh, make it more manageable.
1: Mm-hmm. It would be the same thing that people who are actually going back to the anxiety and depression now. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's realizing it's a step-by-step process. Yes. It's never being stuck in a hole. Yeah, I think instead of being at a level playing field and want to go up, they're just a little bit more Yeah, deeper down. And it's a question of getting people to recognize where Mm -hmm. they are at. Uh, I know there'll be people who will always be vehemently denying that they're in this sort of hole. Mm -hmm. But it's good to know what the the signs are. So if we can quickly summarize what those signs are. So if if friends or or co-workers can recognize that.
0: Yeah, I just want to say too, like the idea of denial. Say that like sometimes it's really functional not to be super self-aware of your pain all the time. Like it'd be pretty hard to walk around being depressed and anxious mm-hmm. so I, I want to say quote unquote denial kind of serves a good function for some people so um, if you the, the question was if you see someone and you feel like they need help what do you do yeah, what
1: well, the summary of like sort of the science so I mean apart right. from I mean people get to work um, even though like they want to bubble up and stay home mm-hmm. when they get to work they put their best face on right they're yeah, like Hi, it's really how are you yeah yeah it's the holidays I'm glad you're excited for your yeah. trip to Mexico. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, there's got to be some other factors that you might be noticing, like a change in behavior or what kind of changes in behavior? What kind of, I mean, do they start doing uh, other things more than usual? Like what are are usually some of the signs?
0: Well, I mean, there's there's definitely signs, um, but as you say, at work or somewhere like that, I feel like it's more important just to have a culture of like openness, Um, you know, maybe make sure everybody's aware if you have like coverage for mental health. Um, Make sure that you have good coverage if there's a lot of companies in town that only cover psychologists and not registered counselors, which is a problem because Squamish has one psychologist that I'm aware of Mm -hmm. and a dozen counselors. So just making sure that you like as a workplace, you're providing like a really um, open environment where it's not hard to find out what your resources are, mm-hmm. and being approachable, like understanding if someone needs a mental health day or something, just being like, yep, yeah, not stigmatizing. Right. Yeah, so there are signs. Um, like this this time of year, it's so funny because they say, like, everybody in BC should be taking vitamin D just because of the...
1: The lack like of something, yeah.
0: Yes. And so, like, the seasonal <laughs> affective disorder is like, mm-hmm. we could all be walking around with that for all I know. I don't know much about that. But signs of depression, I guess, are just, like, kind of what I mentioned, just, like, losing interest in things. Right tiredness there's like a whole list of symptoms you can actually just look up or but if you're suspicious at all that you might have it just talking to your doctor like it's not always sadness that's the thing too it can be Mm -hmm. kind of like just losing interest like nothing's important
1: so basically if someone starts detaching themselves so they're they're, withdrawing to their cubicle sort of thing yeah. You said there's a lot of stigma around it. Mm-hmm. And what what kind of stigma should we be breaking down? We talked about earlier about we're brought up to sort of feel certain ways yeah. and sort of behave certain ways. Is that is that the prevalent stigma behind it or, or we can just tough it out?
0: Yeah. So if you think of your own reactions, like if someone comes up to you and says, like, oh, I'm just like, I couldn't make it to work. I was freaking out about something. How do you react to that? Can you Handle that, or is that like something you just want to be like, Well, glad you're here, back away slowly, you know what I mean? Right, so just being like a place where people can talk about things, um, you don't have to get into it with them, but just like make sure they don't feel you don't want to hear it, I
1: guess, right? Be that shoulder a little bit, right? yeah, and then and then sort of point them in the direction of resources. Now, what kind of resources do we have here in Squamish?
0: Yeah, so basically everybody in BC can call the BC Helpline. And then there's also different options. And for the free ones, some people will qualify for them and some people won't. So just look into it yourself. There's Sea to Sky Community Services, which does stuff especially for families and kids in developmental disabilities and stuff. There's House Sound Women's Center. So they help with all kinds of things for women. You mentioned Right Away Stigma. That's a program for um, helping men who might not be able to afford counseling, get counseling.
1: SSCS too, the Sea Sky Counseling Services have been really, or actually those are the ones who are putting up those posters about men sort of opening up and talking. Oh, yeah. And putting out a program. And then uh, I believe the ministry, uh, a fam- the family and children ministry here as well, offers yeah. services for families.
0: Yeah, and mm. then there's also Squamish Mental Health, which is um, I think the only one you need a referral from your doctor to go to. And so they help with um, things like addiction and,
1: if someone is is always uh, anxious or depressed, does that lead to other things? Is addiction issues become a problem.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Addictions, like in, in a way, it's super complex. So if you think about it, like it's an escape, similar to Angs, like when you're anxious and you are avoiding things, you can um, be addicted and avoiding things through your addiction. Also, like if you think of substances, like you think of some people need medication for whatever. Um, often people are self-medicated when they're addicted, and so it can be pretty complicated, so it's nice that we do have those resources in town. So if you're wondering if your substance use is normal or abnormal, you can always like just talk to someone, get a second opinion, talk to your doctor, and if it is abnormal, there are resources for you.
1: Better know about it earlier than discovering it at the Christmas party.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those awkward
1: Christmas parties. Cheers. Well, thank you very much. Hopefully, people for the holidays get the help they need. I I do know of a few friends, especially I, I was an expat. I used to live with us mm-hmm. over overseas, and there's you know the expat life is can be a lonely one, especially around the holidays. And you know I I felt it some some holidays around the depression, like I'm not with my loved ones, and I do, yeah. uh, and I do understand that it's more prevalent around this time of year, and it's one of those things where I think it's it's important that people do get the help they need, and uh, and hopefully they reach out to you and all the other resources. As we have in our description below on this podcast thank you for joining me nicole
0: thank you this is the Sea to sky podcast if you have a comment or story ideas please check out our website at see or on facebook and twitter at seatoskypodcast. sky podcast thank you for clicking us on